Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Hi, this is Jim. And this is Max. Check out our podcast, The Step Over, on the Liberty Ballers Podcast Network for all of your Sixers' needs. Player analysis, game breakdowns, who would look coolest in a headband, and more. Subscribe to the Liberty Ballers Podcast feed on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, and check out The Step Over, a podcast about Sixers basketball. Mostly. Welcome into At the Podium, episode 15, brought to you by the fine folks at SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. I am your host, Michael Kist, and today we got a new face on the show. Of course, that's Nick Foles talking about his return to the starting role and what it meant for him and his team. By the way, I love his line that you win in the fourth quarter by loving each other. It's kind of hokey, but it just speaks to his calm demeanor. His press conference is bracketed by the two pressers from Doug, one from right after the game and one from the morning after. He started out by saying that the difference was that the team played for 60 minutes. It's been something that I've hammered on other shows, and it's certainly true in this case. Both Doug and Foles mentioned that it was a complete team game, and it's true. The offensive line allowed their lowest pressure rate of the year, just under 22%. The defense created enough pressure and forced two turnovers. The special teams recovered a fumble. They also stopped the fourth down fake punt, and all that along with putting up some points on the board, and they played bell-to-bell, so super encouraging performance from this team. They have life again. They are in the hunt. And we'll be breaking it down all here on Bleeding Green Nation throughout the week, as always. So keep it here. And in the meantime, let's get to these press conferences, starting with Doug after the game. And a quick warning, post-game press conferences are always tricky because you're dealing with different environments. In this case, the Los Angeles setting here was particularly noisy. So I did my best to limit that background noise while also not blowing your eardrums out. So the first two of these are going to be a little in and out from the reporter to coach and player, but it gets better with the last Doug Presser, of course. So, all right, our qualifiers out of the way. Let's get to it. We played for 60 minutes, quite frankly. Um, we finished the football game um, like we expect to do each week, and uh, great uh, great all around in all three phases. I mean, I, you know, we, we thought coming in that uh, uh, there was going to be some opportunity. Um, this is uh, this Ram defense is extremely uh, potent. They got some some talent. They got some rushers up front. And, and it, you know, what, what, what opens things up is the ability to run the football, I think. And in the first half, we, we had some success doing that, even in the third quarter. And um, it just opened up a few down-the-field throws that uh, we were able to capitalize on and, and uh, made, some, made some nice plays. What did you notice about how the players responded to the um, I, I thought that it was positive. Um, 
you know, just, just kind of getting back into a rhythm, you know, with him. And, and uh, it's been a while since week two of, of the season that they've they played together. But uh, they had a lot of confidence, a lot of trust in him, and, and uh, uh, it showed tonight. Doug, winning out here is not so easy, and uh, especially with all the injuries and the way the season has gone for you. How proud are you of your That's just what I told them uh, in the locker room. Just how proud I was, uh, the way they the way they continue to fight, how they block out the outside noise and just just focus on the group. And um, this is a tremendous team win tonight against a great football team. And um, you know our backs were against the wall, and our guys came out and and uh, came out aggressively, and um, we're fortunate enough to to be going away with a win and and um, you know uh, move on to the next one. Yeah, Vontae's a he, he's a really good player for us, and uh, uh, it was good to get him back out there this week. And and um, you know he's a smart guy to play multiple positions and and uh, and do the things that he's been capable of doing. I, I think it's just a credit to him. But uh, he he trusts his coaches, he trusts uh, the scheme on defense, and uh, uh, puts himself in a position to to make plays. And 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 that's what he's done. He's done a nice job. Yeah, I mean, I thought I thought all the backs really did a nice job. Um, you know, Wendell is uh, you know um, always had a lot of a lot of confidence in Wendell, and, and he did a nice job tonight. Uh, I really felt like the offensive line uh, did some nice things and in, in, uh, um, kind of controlling the line of scrimmage at times and uh, opening up you know a few of those few of those gaps and those lanes. And he just hit it and hit it hard and did a nice job. Um, you know, really didn't really, you know, kind of came out of last week's game really against, against the Cowboys and just wanted to kind of get back to the, our basics, our fundamentals, regardless of who was playing. This was before, um, you know, anything about Carson and, and we just wanted to get back to the things that we were successful at and good at and what the guys really knew and understood. And so we really didn't have to change or tweak much, uh, during the week. And, and I thought that, um, you know, Nick played uh, played solid. Um, you know, and, and and did the things that that uh, you know we asked him to do. Um, and he had a good week of preparation, and it showed tonight. We're going to enjoy this win. We're going to get on this plane. We're going to enjoy it. We'll take a couple days, and we'll make those decisions later in the week. Not at this time. Not at this time. Yeah, I really think the the O line. I mean, this is a, this is a good defensive line now that our O line has, has played, and um, they really they really rose to the to the to the challenge, you know, and and uh, did did some nice things, and, and really really kept our quarterback, you know, kept Nick clean, and and uh, I, I think too is a credit to Nick just just being able to you know get the ball out, and and I, I dialed up a few more quick throws, and, and and the ability to run the ball too on some of those third downs to uh, run the ball and have some success really. Uh, also helped in the uh, in, in the pass protection game. As a coach, how satisfying when you see your guys rise up with the season on the line and pull out a win like they did? Yeah, I mean it's very satisfying. Um, and like I said, our our backs have been against the wall now for the last few weeks, and um, you know hopefully this is now a little momentum for the rest of our season. And uh, you know our goals are still in front of us. Uh, we're still making a making a push here at the end, and and uh, two games to go. And we'll, you know we'll see what happens, but very satisfying.
Where you at? Oh, there you are. Very deep. Four seconds left, last shot. Avante was out on Reynolds. What were your thoughts? Yeah, you know, Jim had dialed up a blitz at the time just to kind of, you know, force force Jared to possibly, you know, release the ball. It's five man protection and just release the ball a little bit sooner. And and you know, we were playing playing right at the right at the goal line. It was. You know, a last shot into the into the end zone, and you know, uh, Avante was in good position. Well, I think I think that um, you know what you saw tonight was was a was a total a team effort from all three phases: um, offense, defense, and then of course our, our special teams came up huge at the end with the with the fumble recovery uh, on the punt, and so. You know, it, it's not about one guy, and, and it never has been. Uh, it's about the team, and, and that's what that, that locker room in there focuses on. They just focus on, you know, they don't focus on the result. They focus on the process and trusting everybody, and it really doesn't matter. And and uh, and that's what you saw tonight was a, was a really, a really good team effort. You mentioned you guys' ability to, uh, to block out the noise this weekend. How hard was that uh, since you have that obviously very unique team? I mean, it's, uh, it's a tough thing, you know, when uh, – you know, you have to you have to change QBs and 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 go a different way. And but I think it's a it's a credit to you know uh, each each guy. You know, really just again focus on the things that we can control. Um, you know, focus on our process that we talk about quite a bit. Lean on one another. Um, and 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 you saw it tonight. You know, I mean, you saw you saw those guys play together as a team, as units, and uh, it was a, it was a fun game to be part of. All right. Thanks, guys. Uh, I'm extremely proud of our team. Um, you know, it was a complete team game. It was a complete team win. I and mean, that's one of the best teams in the NFL right now. Um, and they showed it. That was, I mean, playing against them every single play, they were bringing it. Um, but I'm really proud of the guys for facing adversity. That's what we preached this week was, you know, in any game, there's going to be adversity. There's going to be things that happen. Just, you know, leaning on one, one another, sticking to one another sticking with one another, and that's what we did today. There was a couple adverse things, but we were able to create turnovers. I had the one, you know, Tlaib made a great play on that interception, but we bounced back and we kept playing, and, you know, that's really what Eagle football is about. How much does this help you keep believing that you guys can make the playoffs despite what the odds look like? Yeah, I mean, I think the big thing is also we focus on the moment. So, you know, we, we don't need to worry about that. All we got to worry about now is, you know, getting back to Philly, getting our bodies right, prepping, and going back at it, and we'll just see what happens. Uh, you know, there's a couple of times where, you know, just reading the defense, letting him go get a chance. I mean, he's a great player. Um, he's shown that he can make those plays, and he made them tonight for me and helped me out a lot. It's the first time you played with him this year. Yeah. I, if I remember, he didn't play those first two games. How were you able to kind of get that chemistry back so quickly with him? Well, I mean, you know, I, I watched all the practices, um, you know, been doing the scout team. And I, I know the guys. I mean, you go out there, I'm a thrower. I just read their body language and throw the ball. Um, you know, they, they made a lot of great plays. Alshon went up and made some, you know, great catches as well. We were able to spread the ball around. That was important. And we were also, the line did a great job of, you know, we were able to run the ball really well too. So uh, I thought, you know, with Doug's play calling, keeping them off balance, giving them different looks, um, you know, we were able to execute at a high level.
Follow up to that, you spent the past 12, 13 weeks in the background. What was this past week like for you? Well, it was really emotional. I mean, anytime you know you you hate for your teammate to get hurt. I've said before, you know, I, I feel really bad for Carson. I mean, we're tied in that QB room. Um, but then when you, you know, you sort of, you don't really know what's going to happen. You start taking reps. It's been a while. Uh, you go through the, the human emotions. I, I don't care what you've done in the past or what I've done in the past. It doesn't matter when you step on that field. It's a new day. So um, it was really just dealing with the emotions, prep, you know, prepping as hard as I could, and then realizing I'm not alone. I have great teammates out there. All I have to do is spread the ball around, lean on them, uh, stay in the moment, and we were able to do that tonight. Um, you know, it's a, it's a huge win for us. Each game's different. You know, sometimes you get a bunch of little hits. Sometimes you don't get hit much, and there are a couple big ones. Today was the, you know, they got a couple good licks on me, but, you know, I'm perfectly fine. As far as learning how to stay engaged, like Zach said, you hadn't played in 12 weeks. Kind of going out there and still getting better, even if you're not playing. Yeah, I mean, my role has been different the last 12 weeks. Um, you know, with the scout team and then just helping guys in the locker room or whatever it may be, um, watching practice, um, watching, you know, obviously you're in all the installs, you know, the offense just in case something happens. Um, and then, you know, when I'm called upon, just going out there and I, I, you got to trust my, you know, read and react. I have to trust my instincts. Um, and like I said, I lean on my teammates and realize I'm not out there alone. So it's all those things. It's, it's a, there's a lot going on in the head, but I was able to simplify it. And that's the key is. You know, when things are going on in your head and there's a lot, you know, you tend not to play to play that well. Um, the thing was simplify what's going on in my head and just play fast. Is there an eeriness at all to uh, the fact that you took over the same field that you took over last season? You know, I know, I know that's going to be the story. Um, but, no, it's a new year. It's a new team, a uh, different situation. Um, you know, at the end of the day, I, I always talk about staying in the moment. Tomorrow will take care of itself. And, uh you know we're going to enjoy this. This was a great team win. Just seeing the excitement in the locker room, uh, it's been a, it's been a crazy year. Um, and you know we're going to keep fighting. We're going to keep working. We're going to keep growing. I lost my senior year. Uh, we came we came back from we were down by quite a bit. Um, we, unfortunately, we lost. But my sophomore year, uh, we were able to upset USC here. So that was a good memory. I don't. I, I don't really thrive on it. Um, it's just sort of the way things have fallen. Um, once again, it's not about me. Um, I have great teammates, great organization, great coaches, and we were able to rally together. Um, that's the thing that I love about being an Eagle. Is you know we lean on each other. Adversity does hit. What are you going to do? You see teams when adversity hits start turning on each other. There's a couple. There's a couple moments in this game that were pretty big, and there was n never any turning on each other. Say, hey, we got you. Hey, offense, hey, we got you, D. Like that's what it's about. So um, I don't thrive. I just you know enjoy being a part of this team. This is our first. I'm pretty sure I was seeing Indominus Sue, and then just hoping that Alshon was where I, where he was going to be. So um, I had a you know a quick reaction. I was able to see the safety sort of void and just let it rip. Um, you know, it was hard to see much. I just let Alshon go make a play. That was the key. Within the emotional conversations, like with Carson, especially once you have a new degree, you started. 
You know, I think the big thing is we've been together the last, you know, couple years, um, just being there for one another, um, going through the game plan together. Obviously, this is unfortunate for him, but I also know that, you know, he's going to bounce back and whenever that may be. And, uh, you know, he's going to be better for it. Um, that's just how he handles his business. And that's something I respect about him. Within the emotion of the past week, did you consider the big picture part of this and, and, and what this could mean for your future at all? No. Um, that part does creep in. Um, I, I do say there is a human side, but no, I, I'm very self-aware of those distractions don't do you any good. And I think a big part of that was a couple years ago, you know, going to step away from the game. I really thrive in staying in the moment and just enjoying it. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. But I, I really just want to enjoy the moment and just being present in all I do. That's what I try to focus on daily. Talk about simplifying things in your head. What, what do you mean exactly? I mean, when you step on a field, I mean, it's emotional. There's a lot going on. It's Sunday night football. You're in L.A., you know. I think honing in on being in the huddle, not worrying about the score, not worrying about the clock, because that can affect your tendencies of reading different plays, forcing different things, and just playing. Um, there's different things I do. I, I'm, like I said, you got to be self-aware. You got to know your tendencies. I know uh, where I fall short, but it's just going in that huddle. Just that's my sanctuary. That's where I'm gonna be. I just want to be with those guys, no matter what happens during the game. Not worrying about the score. Not worrying about the clock. Just playing. So, as you've discussed with us a few times, you have your own unique leadership style. How did you kind of put your stamp on the on the team this week? What did you do to get them to rally around you? Uh, you know. Not much. I just just being there for the guys, just going in the huddle, taking uh, a hold of it. But really, just me, communication's big. Uh, me showing love to the guys is big. Um, the way you win games in the fourth quarter, in my opinion, is you got you love one another. You work, you care for one another. Um, it's hard to win. It's hard to win in the NFL. I always say, especially against a team like this. So, uh, what you see there, and, and that's why we don't turn on each other. Is those relationships. So, I, I just step in the huddle on me. I'm not going to try to be. I'm not a big raw raw guy I just want to be who I am and just makes it easy I think in every life experience you learn something and you know through the last couple of years absolutely I, I've learned that you know being present being the moment um you know, is important because I think today, like we, there's so many distractions. I mean, phones, all the Instagram, Twitter, everything. Like you get distracted. You get the lights, everything, even this. But just being in the moment and being present, there's something that's really special about that if you can do it. And then, you know, being a husband and a father, being present at home, I mean, that makes my days, you know, even better is when I can go home and just be present and just block out football when I get there. And, you know, then I can be, I'm actually a better football player because of that. So. Good afternoon. Well, I, I guess we'll start with the obvious. Um, have you made a decision on the quarterback situation? I have. And who is it? It'll be Nick. Yeah. And, and, and what factors like that? Well, um, you know, where Carson is uh, health-wise um, and, and, and just, uh, you know, another, another week of rest for Carson will, will help him. Um, and, and so made the decision to go forward with Nick. Is there consideration of putting Carson on IR, or are you just going to? We will not put Carson on IR. Yeah. Hey, John, from your standpoint, as a play caller, game planner, last year having gone through this, how much did it help you uh, to get Nick Grant up up to speed? How much? How much did it help you? First of all, you need a new hat. 
Um, you know, a lot of it, uh, I, I don't know if I've, I've said this, um, but after the Cowboy game, Mike and I, Mike Rowe and I got together and really we wanted to kind of condense um, the, the, the plan just a little bit for the guys. We, we felt like and that, that we just needed to kind of get back to the basics, <clears throat> excuse me, just a little bit. And so this was before, you know, um, the Carson-Nick deal last week. We, we decided to go go forward with that and, and put together a, a game plan that would be um, conducive for, for anybody, you know, quite frankly, any of our quarterbacks. And, and, and so um, I think that's what you, what you saw that, that came out of the, the game, which was uh, a credit to Mike and, and putting the plan together like he, like he did. And, um, you know, gave, gave Nick, as we go through the week last week, or went through the week, um, every opportunity to comment on, on the game plan. If there's things he didn't like, just like we would with Carson, you know, and and you know, and, and there were a couple things, but um, for the most part, he felt comfortable with it. Um, you know, didn't really have to change a whole lot, or at least go back, you know, uh, to last season to pull anything from from last year. And um, again, I, I felt like coming out of this this football game. Um, it was just a team effort, you know. I mean, it was offensive line, um, you know, the receivers, backs, defense. I mean, it was just a special teams, just a just a great team effort. You said in the radio, um, fewer pre-snap motions was the plan even before you knew what the quarterback was. But when you're taking away from them, taking those away or some of them, does, doesn't that give the quarterback a little less information, you know, man zone? Um, and, and why can you get well, away with doing that? Yeah, it, it can. It can. It can take it away. But but it also, by formation, putting guys in certain pre-snap formation positions can also tell uh, man zones. So you don't necessarily have to have a motion or a shift to, to tell that. Um, it's all based on the film study and, and how we want to align. So, and then you're going into a loud environment and all the moving parts. If you notice, you know, even last night in the second half, we had a couple of penalties. We we're moving some guys around. We got some holding penalties and things, and 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 so we felt like too, just just you know, let everybody kind of be be stationary um, the best we could, um, and and let uh, and let you know Nick kind of settle into the game that way. When you said you will not put Carson on IR. When we last talked to you, you said it would take maybe three months for this to heal. Does that mean that you've got some? You've gotten good news since then. Has the time frame sped up? Did you see more doctors have gotten more opinions? Well, it's a couple of things. We've gotten a little more information. Um, and two, uh, this is probably why I don't like to put timetables or put players in boxes. Um, and, and so, so things have changed just a little bit. So you know, he he'll be listed as, as week to week. Uh, we will not put him on IR. And uh, you know, obviously, when he's healthy, he's our quarterback, and 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 we'll go from there. You got. Is there a possibility that he plays without the stress situation being completely healed if there's no danger of further damage? Well, and that's something we'll continue to monitor with him and our doctors and, and make that determination when we can. Did you plan if falls the next two games? This week for sure. Yeah. What was the more, what was the information you got and um, was it positive? Yeah, it was positive. Um, we just we just continue to gather uh, information. Like we do on all our athletes and all our players, and and um, um, you know, the information is favorable, and and it's uh, it's something that uh, um, that that we it was positive for him, positive for us, and 
but at the same time, we got to make sure that he's, um, you know, 100% or better before we put him back out there. But uh, right now, he'll be listed as week to week and and go from there. Have you got a sense of that this is again difficult for him to watch? Oh yeah, I mean it's tough. I mean it's tough. I mean listen, he, he's such a competitor and and he's won a won a bunch of games for us here and and he will continue to win a bunch of games for us and you know um, <clears throat> it's. Thing, the thing is, the thing is with with Carson, as much as a competitor, he he's so um, giving of himself. You saw him in the game last night. How engaging he was with with myself. Um, he was engaging with with Nick, uh, and very supportive that way. Uh, as tough as it is, and that, that's a, that's a credit to him. I see in, uh, in sports, especially football, with a backup quarterback, the team plays better because there's no super. There's no superhero. There's no Carson Wentz. So, okay, Nick's playing. He's a team win, um, regardless of who's who's playing quarterback. But you know, the other thing too is is our backs are against the wall too as a football team, and uh, uh, we know we know the nature uh, of where we are, uh, what what needs to be done. Um, and I think you saw a little bit of that last night, just how well this team kind of came together um, in all three phases, quite frankly, uh, to to get this win against a great football team and, and a good football team. So. You know, um, every win is is uh, is cherished and and uh, appreciative and hard fought, and you know we just try to get the next one. Sorry, Doug, you just touched on it there, but this team did look a lot more settled going into the game on all three phases. Can you try to pinpoint maybe something that happened during the week that allowed this team to kind of have that more even field composure? Yeah, I think you know coming off, of course, we had the two wins: the Giants, the Redskins, and then a tough Cowboys. Cowboys loss in overtime and and sometimes as a coach you, you you're, you're concerned with another long West Coast road trip and will there be any kind of a letdown especially after you know, our defense was on the field for almost 100 plays you know the, the week before um, but you know we we stay we as a team we really stay committed to our process and to to, to what what our task at hand is and and you know, I challenged the leaders of the football team last week to, to, to stay to stay engaged, to motivate the young players to to come to work every day, you know, excited and, and get ready for, a, you know, a, another long, you know, road trip. And so as the week progressed last week, uh, each day got just a little bit better and a little bit better and a little bit better. And by Friday, I felt that Guys, energy were back, you know, from the week before. Uh, Saturday's walkthrough was was uh, uh, one of the best, even though it was a walkthrough setting. I didn't even say walkthrough, it was more of a jog through, but very spirited, kind of upbeat. And the guys, the guys were looking forward to, to going out there and facing, you know, facing the Rams team. And um, it's just been a credit to I think the coaches and players for for staying engaged. As follow up to that, as much as we talk to you about you know schemes and game management and personnel decisions. How important is for your job getting the team in kind of the right state of mind for, for games? I think it's I think it's uh, 
it's huge. You know, um, I think part of my job is to make sure that the team still understands the goals at hand and what's right there in front of us. You know, and I think it's I think it's important that we maintain that vision and and have that vision. We're still playing for something, and um, and then of course the players have to embrace that and, and go play. So. Um, I think I think it's a it's it's a big part of the messaging to the team, you know, each week, um, and and they responded well. Is there any strength of yours or something you take particular pride in? I take a lot of pride in it, quite frankly. Um, you know, uh, sometimes I you know I'm not the smartest guy, uh, quite frankly, and and you know probably not the best communicator all the time. But uh, there are moments where maybe something I've read or or something I've seen or or something like that, that that sort of sparks a little fire inside of me that says, you know, that's something I need to share with the team, you know. And, and I think, too, these guys, I know what these guys are battling through each week. I mean, it's tough to win games in this league. Um, and so I, and I've been there. I've been on teams that, that have done that. And um, I think I think to show a little bit of care and concern and love for the players goes a long way. And then they'll respond, you know, as they did last night. How do you deal with uh, Avante Maddox as much as you do the offensive players? But what is it about his, his approach to playing this game and, and coming in here and, and doing the job that you like about him? He is um, he, he's been he's been a real consistent consistent player for us. You know, outside of the injury and the setback, but even even yesterday, and he's played multiple positions, which means he's a he's a highly uh, uh, intellectual guy that understands scheme and. You know, he, he's a young player that's just going to continue to get better. And um, really excited for him last night to get in there and, and, and make the plays he did. The interception was was a thing of beauty. And then, of course, you know, the end of the game to be in that position to to sort of contest that throw. But um, this guy, he comes to work every day. He, he, he feeds off the veteran players. Malcolm's been a, been, a, been a great leader for him, you know, back there in the back end. Corey Graham's been a leader for him back there. And... Um, he just continues to get better each day. You mentioned uh, these games are hard to win, all three phases. Uh, quarterbacks get too much credit, too much blame. But as a former, so do head coaches. As as a former quarterback, is there something to to winning games when you see these quarterbacks with a great win loss percentage? Is is there something different about them? I think I think they. Um, I think they have a great handle on um, how to process, you know, sort of, you know, I know in Nick's case, um, former basketball player, and, and, and he's, he's, he's he, I know he said this before, he's like a point guard, you know, in basketball, and he just wants to distribute the ball, or it doesn't matter where, it just, it just wants to distribute the ball, and, and I think that's, I think that's what you see characteristic, you know, of, of, of great quarterbacks in this league is, is how well they can, they can do that, and, you know they don't get they don't get too high they don't get too low they kind of stay right in the middle and um, if something negative happens in the game they they brush it off and want to come back to it again they'll make it right the next time and and I think that's something that uh, you know um, our quarterbacks have that type of demeanor and and uh, you know that was uh, one of and it is one of Nick's strengths obviously and, and it showed showed last night. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, obviously we hope that's a, 
that's a that's a, that's a you know it's one is a bridge we'll we'll cross if if we get there we still got a lot of football left but um you know right now we're gonna we're gonna stay committed to this week i'm not gonna look any further than just the houston texans this week and and um i mean you know one day i'm i'm sure we'll we'll cross that bridge all right so uh Ciamalo, um he's getting better again he's we'll see where he's at he's he's close but 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 maybe maybe not there this week but but he he is getting close jordan hicks um should expect him this week uh, in practice on wednesday uh so we'll, we'll see where he is who's the other one jernigan um jernigan's coming along um and and you know hopefully he can do something on wednesday you know get him back in, in the mix and the, the other one i'm sorry sydney jones uh sydney's probably more week to week yeah Okay. Thanks, guys. Hey, everybody. How you doing? Well, that's good. My name is Bill Matz. I am the director of Fun and Games for Broad Street Hockey Radio Podcasts. And I am Kelly, the deputy managing editor of BroadStreetHockey.com. I'm Steph Driver, the NHL editorial manager for SB Nation. And I am Charlie O'Connor, lead Flyers writer for TheAthletic.com. And together we make up BSH Radio, one of the shows that you get at the SB Nation podcast family. We have a lot coming to you this year, and we want you to listen to our show. It is just an all-Flyers, all-the-time show, so much content. I really hope you listen to it. It is a great piece of the SB Nation podcast family, along with all your other favorite sports. We all love hockey, specifically the Flyers. Let's go the Flyers. The hockey team of Flyers.